<laughs> and we are back with Spot Dodge, a Nintendo podcast where every single week we react to the latest Nintendo news and discuss the games that we are playing. I nailed it. I screwed that up twice or three times before, so I got it yeah, this time. Yeah, you got it, finally. I Fuck am we're doing Brett it Larson. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I'm Brett Larson. Different Brett, same podcast hosting today. Um, we have a little mix up. Brett Medlock, the normal host, is going to be on the show, but he might be in and out. So I am stepping up in his place, and I'm going to do this damn thing. Uh, with me today is uh, Greg Vargas. He's a streamer and all around badass, and the dynamite giraffe himself. How yeah. you doing, Greg? What's up, man? Doing good. How about you? I'm doing all right, man. I am doing all right. And next to him, well, not next to him, but next in line, <laughs> we have indie developer and. Well, we have your indie developer of your next favorite video game, John Frickin' Frisha. How you John, John? Frickin' Frisha. <laughs> I'm, I'm fighting the good fight, man. How are you doing? That's right. I'm doing good. Johnny man. Balls. Doing... Johnny Balls. Has anyone ever called you John Frickin' Frisha before? <laughs> I feel like I that, that just of. rolls off so well. All right. That's kind of surprising. <laughs> and then last but certainly not least, we have the hardest working man in the industry, Brett motherfucking Medlock. Has anyone ever called you that before? <laughs> no, I can confirm. No, that has never happened. All right. Well, I'm glad to be with you guys today. Of course, again, I'm Brett Larson, just a regular guy. I don't have anything special. No, no cool titles. I'm not making a video game. And I'm You're not the a King Daddy Dilf, dude. I, the, the, There's nothing higher than that. Great father I, of two, Brett Larson. That, that's right. Yeah. Father of two and avid game player. That sounds fucking terrible. There we go. King Daddy Dilf. <laughs> Yeah. Snipe in the milfs. Oh, yeah. Ooh, I like that. I like that. All right. Well, we're going to start things off today. We've got a few topics here to go over. Obviously, the very first thing we're going to talk about is going to be, uh, you know, the big elephant in the room. Um, per VGC, sources indicate that uh, there is going to be, well, the 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 successor to the Nintendo Switch is most likely going to be coming the second half of 2024. Now, keep in mind, everything that we know right now is a rumor, and Nintendo has yet to confirm anything, but it sounds like what we're hearing is probably legitimate. Um, the details of what we know so far is it looks like there's a little bit of a downgrade to the screen. It's going to go from LED to an LCD. Um, Maybe. And then what else? Potentially, yeah. I mean, all, yeah. all this are, For the these are all just rumors. Yeah, from, from what we know. Well, and even, even in the reporting, they're saying like they're, they're considering just doing lcd in order to keep the cost down yeah okay yeah to keep the cost down and then the apparently to have an increased storage as well right so to have a little bit more storage keep the cost down kind of thing which has me wondering what that means for like the power of the console i mean that's 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 the the first question i have is if they're trying to cut costs with you know with the the led screen what does that mean for what they have underneath the hood Maybe so, it's um, so powerful that they're like, well, yeah. we got to cut back on the screen because we're spending so much money on this power of the hardware. So, you know, what yeah, I mean? like a lightning <laughs> bolt yeah. in your hands. Yeah. <laughs> For me, I mean, I don't I don't really mind all that much to to tell you the truth. Like, I, I love the fact that it's hybrid, the switch. I love the fact that I have the option to play handheld. But to be honest, like I'm 90% of the time going to be playing docked anyways on my TV. So that's not that big of a like a setback if this does end up being the case. But um, I don't know. What do you guys think? Uh, second half 2024, that's a little later than I was kind of hoping or expecting. I had, I was, you know. I was thinking I, March. If, 
Yeah. 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 I was gonna say in a perfect I was thinking world, like May June. Right. That's mm. that's exactly what I was gonna say. Like in a perfect mm. world, early to to mid twenty twenty four. So to find out that, I mean, again, I, I feel the need, the need to reiterate this. This is all rumors, but per the rumor, late twenty twenty four. Is a bit late, but I guess that would also kind of line up with like the big Christmas holiday push when they want the, you know, the biggest thing they have going on to be, to be what's in the stores and what people are talking about. So yeah, I guess that would kind of make sense as well. So what do you guys think, uh, Brett? What what do you what was your thoughts when you first heard this yesterday or the day before? Well, yeah, it was something like that. Yeah, I was thinking that's a bit later than I thought because I thought they would do uh, the one-two punch like they did with the Switch, how it launched in March and then had a big Christmas push with Super Mario Odyssey. It sort mm-hmm. of had that like double hit, which was awesome. They still could do that. It does say the second half of 2024, so maybe like August they launch, like do something weird yeah. like that. Like yeah. you That's never true. know because March was mm-hmm. weird. Like no one saw that coming. Right. And that, if they did August, it would still allow them to do like a one to hit. You launch with a huge game and then you have a big Christmas game as well. Mm-hmm. That's true. Second half technically could be anything after June, right? So yeah, I, I, <laughs> I have in my head like late 2024, but yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's a good point. It doesn't necessarily have to be that late into, into the year. So yeah, and even like not only that, like, you know, launching with a big game, if there's any, I know like talks of backwards compatibility are kind of up in the air, but if you launch mm-hmm. and you have some backwards compatibility with improved textures or you got more horsepower. I mean, then you pretty much like already front loaded your games that could up potentially up res. And now you have another category or library of games that people can experience in higher, higher fidelity. And that could be a selling point too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The backwards compatibility stuff truly scares me. I cannot imagine (laughs) See, I the outrage I like... from me and the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I love I love that you you made sure to to lump yourself in with that because we all know that Brett will I'm lose big his back. Shit you're afraid of your own wrath. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm like genuinely I, what... scared what I'm gonna do. I'm freaking out over here. <laughs> from what it sounds like, people are like optimistic, but already like ready to be disappointed. <laughs> like yeah. that's a consensus I've seen is like they better not do it. Or Dude, they, I've they seen so many it, people, but I know it's going to happen. And like, I think already, that's kind of the feeling. Yeah. I've already seen the apologists like the, I don't know about you guys, but I would love a reset to just start over like that. That would feel great. <laughs> like a fresh start. I'm like, are you kidding me? Shut the hell up. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> you, you can like have a fresh start and still have all your other things too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> you don't have to download those things. You can still start fresh, you know, yeah. like, no, that's no. the one thing that I should be carried over again. that other consoles are doing is like some form of backwards compatibility take something from your competitors for once nintendo please <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, I, don't... yeah I, I think i think it would be a hard sell for a lot of people um like in 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 generations in the past i don't think backwards compatibility was that big of a deal or, or wasn't like a make or break kind of thing but i think we're getting to the point where it's getting pretty clear that you have you almost have to be able to have a backwards compatibility on at least your previous generation, like what PlayStation did. Like they made all PS4 games backward compatible. I think you have to at yeah. least do that. If not every previous console, you got to at least do the previous generation. If you're it's especially because of how much is number one, um, how much of everything it's digital now. And number two, like people buy so many games now. Like I 
I'm of two minds here on this on this whole thing because I honestly am all about like moving forward. I want to play what's coming out next. I want I want to I want to play the new thing, the new exciting, brand new shiny thing that's coming out next. However, at the same time, there's times throughout the year when there's nothing new coming out, and it's nice to be able to go. Okay, well, backlog time, I can go back and play, you know, play some of the, the stuff that I never got to last year or whatever. Now, if we're if the the next uh, you know, Nintendo console comes out and we're a couple months in and they don't have a lot going on. And I want to go back and play some of the old switch games and I can't just easily play that. That sucks. But mm-hmm. I, for me, if, if, if it came down to like better power or backwards compatibility, I'm all about the better power every time I've, I've mm-hmm. been saying this whole time. Like I want the <laughs> next Mario Odyssey two or whatever it's going to be to be just like, just jaw dropping and, and and to be fair like mario odyssey was beautiful but i, yeah. I want to see the like that for the first time in a long time just be totally amazed by by you, graphics and you want to you want a game that makes you feel the way that brett medlock felt about pokemon sword and shield that's right that's right <laughs> that's right just his stop yeah. <laughs> but like Dang, like for right. example for example tears of the kingdom like that game don't get me wrong. Like that game at times was absolutely stunning. Like to, especially towards like in certain sections at the end, like I had my finger over the, uh, over the snapshot button, uh, the snapshot button. And yeah. I probably hit it like 20 times, but I kept in the back of my mind going like, if this had the power of a PS5 or Xbox series X, or God forbid, one of those PC things that people sometimes play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't know what then, that is. You're right. Either way, I don't know why <laughs> someone would want to do that. A keyboard. What? Ooh, don't make yeah, me puke, yeah. dude. I'm on camera. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but you know, don't like if, if you could if you could take a Tears of the Kingdom and just have it look just totally next gen, modern graphics, yeah. modern um performance, like it could be incredible. I mean, and heck, I just, even if it was like PS4 level, that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> right, That's all I need. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I just think they need to get something above 1080p so that when you play on a 4K TV, it does not look jagged and pixelated and shitty. Mm. I, mean, I never understand something... what what people are saying when they say that, though. I've never seen a 720p game even like pixelated and stuff. You could, I see, I, I do like certain games. It, yeah, I don't, I don't see it so much on my old or on my smaller 43 inch TV, but when I play it on my 55 inch i think it's 55 or 60 i definitely see it like i see the jagged because you're taking an image that's meant to be you know a a certain size and enlarging it without improving the quality and so Mm -hmm. you're blowing something up that's not supposed to be blown up and that's why it looks pixelated i've always like literally had the exact opposite experience like whenever i play a ps3 game on my tv that's behind me right now it makes that game look so much better on on like a modern TV than if I would have been playing downstairs on my 55 inch 1080p screen, you know? No, no, you're for sure right. I I just there's certain games, one in particular that I can think of as like an example that I remember specifically was Paper Mario, the Paper Mario Origami, that was the Origami King. Origami, Origami King. King. I played that last year, and on my TV, the edges were so jagged. I remember writing Brett and I'm like, dude, I don't know if something is wrong. Does the, does the game <laughs> supposed to look like this? He's like, I don't know what you mean. I was like, it looks terrible. Like it looks awful. And then I played on, on, on uh handheld and it didn't look that bad. But when I put it on my 65 inch TV, I could totally like, it almost kind of like ruined the experience for me. But 
but wow. to be fair though that's not every game there's only been like a right. handful that i had that kind of experience with mm-hmm. yeah um well boomeranging <laughs> back to backwards compatibility for a second mentally i've already completely made my piece that it's just gone i i don't know if that's actually true or not but i've already made my piece that it's nintendo's just gonna take it away and be like Here's the yeah. brand new thing. Buy everything again, and that's that. That's yeah. just gonna be how Nintendo rolls. And like, yeah. all right, fine. And in fact, I don't know. Maybe there's an irony to this. Like, even though like backwards compatibility feels like so much more of a given now, especially because you know PlayStation, Xbox already have it, and Xbox has had it like its entire lifespan, which is amazing. Um, but with Switch in particular, Switch is so portable that if I want to keep playing right. Switch. I can just take out the Switch the same way as I always took out like a DS yeah. or a Game Boy, you know? Yep. Like, it, like this is the easiest console to keep playing yeah. past its shelf life. So, like, that kind of makes it an easier pill for me to swallow yeah. if, if Switch 2 or whatever has no backwards compatibility. Um, I'm just most curious about the logistics of it because Nintendo, the one thing Nintendo has said is they want Nintendo accounts to carry over. So what does that even mean? Like, yeah, what's what the implication mean? there if accounts carry over, but not the games themselves? That's yeah. going to be a thing. <laughs> Would you guys be okay if it was like <clears throat> like select Nintendo titles that got high-res 60 FPS upgrades? As in like remasters that they resell? Well, I not necessarily remasters, but maybe like select backwards compatibility. You mean kind like, of like how Xbox does like a boost to their old games? Like, Is that kind of yeah? But maybe they did like Mario Odyssey, uh, Tears of the Kingdom, Origami King, Metroid, like specific well, ones that are like very, very, very like hand selected and curated. So, well, then for that. I guess my question still remains: Then, like, are you buying it again, or is it just like you you can replay it? What you have? I meant I meant more so like they selectively do backwards compatibility okay. where you can replay. Then, in that case, I don't think it's going to happen because like the library is <laughs> going to carry over. Well, it's just because of like literally like the cartridge issue. Like, is it going to have like an extra slot for those old cartridges or is both of them going to be configured to fit into one slot? Like, is it that only going to so ca- nice. cater to the, it would? <laughs> Was it only going <laughs> to cater to the digital players? Like, I think that'd be really hard to, to manage. And, but could you imagine like the dock has a slot you put your you put your old card in, you put your new switch on the dock, it installs, and you have to play it docked or something. Yeah. Like, I'd be fine with that. That'd be Like, cool. even if it was, like, uh, a little, you know, leaps and hurdles to get there. If, yeah. Uh, that'd be interesting. I guess so much just depends on what this hardware is, and we don't know. Right. Yeah. It's, yeah. 100%. <laughs> like, no, for sure. What, like, what it's a lot it of emulate? speculation on something yeah. we don't even know that it like what it is yet so it's scared that it's i'm still like really scared that it's gonna have like something really dumb like a gimmick of some sort yeah if they name it the switch if they name it switch you i'm gonna cry (laughs) they would never (laughs) the 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 new gimmick will be that your voice is like a third hand and like you have to coordinate (laughs) words with your hands you 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 make your character move forward by blowing into a mic yeah Yeah. Yeah. and and kirby you have to suck like i i I love nintendo because they are so innovative like that but like i think we've tried everything there is to try at this point let's just focus on 
what Switch did well and improve on it. That's all I want. You don't know that? Have you tried playing with your toes? That could be Nintendo's next gimmick. (laughs) We don't know. My my middle brother would play fighting games with his feet, and he'd like beat his friends with his feet back in like (laughs) I don't know, like middle or high school. Yeah, I was I was really young. I just remember he was super good at fighting games. That's (laughs) insane. It's amazing what people can do. Like, you know, there's, there's people with disabilities that literally have to blow into a mic to, but, Mm -hmm. but the, you know, they're Uh, like call of duty and beating people that are like online that have no idea that have a disability. It's pretty amazing what people can do. Spend spend five minutes watching Rocky No Hands play Fortnite. It's like, you just mesmerized. It doesn't make sense. Like it, it, (laughs) I I can't get my brain to understand how it's even possible that that they pull that off, but they're good. I, I remember I mean, I guess by default, it would have been like around two decades ago. Jeez, like there was I saw a news story or of uh, I think it was a blind person who was playing like Soul Calibur 2. Oh, like, wow. they they That's understood crazy. all of the sounds. So based on the sounds they were hearing, they knew when and where to attack. And they'd like, what butt? Because they just Man. understood it as like purely like a soundscape. It's incredible. You're just so honed into your other like senses that yeah. it almost makes it makes you better than being able to visually look at it. It's, yeah, it's, it's like wild. almost superhuman in a way. Yeah, like, it reminds me of the show C. Not not to get totally off track, but that's what it's all about. <laughs> Everyone on Earth loses their sight, but because of this, they've developed like these super high like senses of like hear, sight and feel and stuff. So right. they can they they still fight and like. And can do all these things that you know normal people with sight can do. But, mm. anyways, um, <laughs> to to your point, real quick, I know we're, we don't have to stay on this too long. Um, but to your point, I I did just want to say though, regarding the backwards compatibility, I was thinking that exact same thing. If ever there was a console for it to not have the games carry over, the Switch is like the perfect one because it's so easy to go back to. Like I'm not getting rid of my Switch. You know, mm-hmm. your switch is still going to be sitting in the same place it is now when you when we get into the next console generation. Unlike, for example, Brett gives me crap about not going back and setting my PS3 up and lugging that big annoying machine back into my TV stand, plugging it in and playing God of War Ascension. It's just an, just as much <laughs> of, of an inconvenience as no. hooking your switch back up. Like, no, because the switch, the switch is worse because you got the dock, you got the, the console like it's worse than the PS3. Yeah. And the PS3 <laughs> uses the same wires as the PS5. Yeah, it would be know, so man, easy. I, <laughs> I just feel like the Switch would be like I I I can't I can't in, in, envision myself like just moving on from the Switch when the next console comes out. <laughs> you're, like I, you're you're done with games forever when they move on like nope, yeah. I'm drawing my line in the sand. I, I just feel like it's one of those consoles that you just don't sell, you know, like, like there's other, sometimes people, when the next, uh, when the next generation comes out, they immediately sell their last console. I just feel like that's, that's one you hang on to, but mm-hmm. that's just, I just me. hope there's big enough separation between like, you know, we, we, you like that. They don't repeat the same pattern, but it's, it's, you know, they're not going to, cause considering, you know, the still, the, the switch is still very, is still selling well and it's still viable, but there, there's still kind of that same weird, like lingering sentiment of of the transition from the Wii to the Wii U. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, there's a lot of people still holding out hope that they just call the thing Super Nintendo Switch, like like the Super Nintendo. Yeah. I, I wish you, you keep like stealing my points. I'm gonna make. Uh, <laughs> I was just gonna I mean, say if they don't call this thing the Super Switch, I'm not buying it. Yeah. Right? I'm yeah. not going to. Well, I mean, I I just I think that's just such a good compromise of a name because we already know yeah. historically speaking that. 
Nintendo likes to slap the word super on things. It's right. a good descriptor. <laughs> it tells you exactly what the thing is. It's a super switch the way super NES was a super NES. Right. Like right. it yeah. works. Like it it checks all the boxes, you know. Right. Um <clears throat> maybe maybe it'll have some additional functionality that the Switch does not. I would imagine it does just because that's Nintendo's MO. Even so, you can still just describe that as super. That you, new functionality get... is super by comparison to the old. No, yeah, putting that <laughs> putting that word super on it just it, it already takes it to another level. Yeah. Do you guys think like this HD. is HD? It's better. Yeah, it's HD, right? <laughs> or like pro, you know? Yeah. Do do you, do you guys think this is going to be a full on next generation, or do you think it's like a half step, like a like a PS4 Pro, or like I, I can't imagine it's a half yeah. step, right? It's got to be the yeah, next no. thing, right? This is definitely the next big thing. Yeah, yeah it's got to be. That's just a question of like how much juice is in this thing. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And to that point too, um, one last thing for me, and then you guys can, you know, if you want to say anything else, you can. Um, uh, regarding like the power, what I was saying, like I just want, even if they don't catch all the way up with the PS5 and Xbox series consoles, <laughs> like like for them, for <laughs> them too, I just want to see something like juicy as far as as far as power. But in and, and one of the things I, I always think about is Nintendo has this innate way of getting every last bit of power out of what they have. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, to to have to be able to to put a game like Tears of the Kingdom on on the Switch in and of itself is it's kind of like a, a like a, a feat that m- many companies are like mind boggled by. In like mm-hmm. uh, they're, they're, the the way, especially with their first party games, and and all these companies like their first party games look especially better than than you know most other games yeah. out there. They put a little bit more love and care and juice into them. But like for one game that comes to mind, for example, is like Astral Chain. Like if I'm looking at like some of the better looking games that I've played in the last couple generations, Astral Chain is maybe a top five like beautiful games I've that I've played, and that was mm-hmm. a Nintendo Switch game. So they have this way of being able to just squeeze every last drop out of the technology they're working with. So if they could get something with more power and have that same thought process to just squeeze everything that that hmm. you know that they can out of it, like they could, I, I feel like we could see like some some pretty special stuff from them in terms of like it doesn't have to be like graphically that mind blowing. I, I just feel like that we could see something that we may have never seen before. You know. Mm. but yeah i mean yeah i mean well like you were saying with tears of the kingdom like i mean nintendo knows how to optimize like crazy and that's how you end up with things like tears of the kingdom so yeah Yeah. Yeah. but which it did you know i feel like in that case even tears of the kingdom had its drawbacks you know Mm. not all textures look pretty not all you know text on walls or in designs of like architecture in the game look yeah. pretty no yeah i didn't think it was an especially beautiful game or anything i just yeah it had its moments yeah it had its moments where it was but yeah, I mean, overall just, it was just a... being able to do those draw distances was yeah. pretty awesome yeah but like you know reducing the fog to produce better you know visuals below so it's not so it is rendering those objects that are close up and far away um, even just like multiple battles and stuff on screen. I think like that's like a, you know, quality of life improvement that they can't do right now because of limited hardware specification. So like giving that much, that much more, like just a tad bit more juice under the hood. I feel like that's yeah. the key here. Like, yeah, this game's sure. great, but it could be 
superb with just a marginal increase in performance. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, I, I think, uh, I think they have struck absolute gold with the switch. It's the perfect balance between handheld and docked. And it's just take this exact same thing, but just improve on it. That's, that's my dream for the next console, but we know, we all know that we all know that Nintendo is never one to, to just rest on their laurel laurels and and do the same thing twice so i'm expecting something to be fairly different it sounds like it's mm. still going to be the hybrid thing but yeah but we know there's got to be some kind of gimmick that's going to be different than the switch it's going to oh. you know, differentiate them my perspective is whatever it is i'm gonna buy it so whatever well, yeah. just hurry yeah, just... up and give me the thing Right, right. <laughs> I just want like this the eShop not to be a jumbled mess, number one, and to have some sort of ease of you and your crazy multi- wishes. <laughs> <laughs> and and we the multiplayer aspect to it, like have some sort of multiplayer component that isn't a hassle or you know, going through several, you know, obstacles just to connect with somebody. And like yeah. if you want to limit, you know, the the conversations to just like friends only during a smash brawl, fine. Like, okay, cool. Make it, make it possible. Give me a headset. I can talk to Brett while he's beating my ass. Like that's okay. But if you want to remove that from competitive matchmaking, fine. Okay. But at least I have an ability to play with my friend on the platform that it should be the easiest to play with him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Little uh, quality of life things like uh, even just adding someone as a friend, like you have to have a friend code. Like, what is that? Like, <laughs> like just let me look yeah. someone up by their yeah. name or like their social, uh, you know, like like their Twitter. Like, let yeah. me add my my friends list from Twitter and Facebook and find you, you. can, can do from that. Facebook. Can and you open yeah. Facebook? Okay. okay, okay, and Twitter. I, I haven't actually or done X, that, but or whatever the fuck it is. Actually, <laughs> numbers are better than than um. <clears throat> names i think now like i used to think names were better but the numbers like honestly you can't like miss like it's always like someone has a crazy name like xx30x69 man 3000 and it's like you got to type all that in (laughs) and then or you can just type in like a nine digit number and it's way easier i just don't know who those people are like give me some options to like see that's 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 exactly my point. Like, I have no idea of knowing what one two eight seven five two eight six who that person is. Like, like I was trying to find some people on Switch that I had recently become acquaintances of just by looking up names, and I couldn't find it, anyone for anything. So it was like, it, it may, give give us a, some more options as far as that goes, and in, in terms of like you know quality of life stuff. But I don't know. Th- those are things that are secondary for me compared to just and. And it is an it's absolutely absolutely imperative that Addison be in every Nintendo game going forward at some point in the game. <laughs> that's the must, right? Addison, the sign guy. Yeah, yeah, that, that's reasonable. We can we can as long as Pura is there, then I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You mean you mean mommy, mommy Pura. Uh, you guys have anything? I'm gonna else say her name like that from now on. Pura. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, that, that's all i have unless you guys have anything else before you want to move on to the next topic i'm good yeah we're good all right next topic that's the main thing we have to, to go over you know we got some other smaller things here as well uh one of those things was uh per my nintendo news um the red dead redemption rumored um i wanted to say remake but we don't even know if it's going to be a remake or a remaster yet right 
probably a remaster. Well, it's it's probably going to be a remaster. Whatever the the Red Dead Redemption One game is going to be, whether it's remake or remaster, sounds like it's going to be on Nintendo Switch as well. Um, uh, Twitter, someone w- was on uh, Twitter and they discovered a new logo for the remaster, and they found placeholders for the Nintendo Switch versions as well. I don't know if this is something we knew about when we talked about this last week or not. Uh... Like we well, so about it just vaguely, there's but. there's so for, I think the first time we heard about this was I think there was a Korean listing for the game. That's right. It was just the Korean listing. Yeah. Yeah, right. and I don't know. I might have heard somewhere that this logo. What's that? Was it a Korean rating? Was yeah, that the it was a rating. Yeah, 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 yeah that's what it was. It's <clears> usually <throat> yeah. Usually, if something comes out, it's like from their Korean ratings board. But uh, I think I've heard that this logo that popped up. It might actually be like the original logo. Like it might not uh, even be a okay. new logo, but it's like been found again, like it's floating around <laughs> wherever. So like pretty tenuous evidence, but nevertheless, it seems pretty likely that it's coming. Yeah, so it seems like, likely. Uh, I mean, it, it kind of stinks. Both of these first two topics are most likely true, but they're both are technically still rumors. <laughs> like it's they it hasn't yeah. been confirmed by Rockstar, yeah. Rockstar right. and the other one hadn't been confirmed I mean, by Nintendo. The, However, yeah, I think Nintendo we're pretty... Thing, the Nintendo thing, though, like it was at least VGC's sources, quote unquote. Sure. So, I mean, like it sure, is like yeah. a genuine report. We're For not sure. like we're not just like hoping that the guys on the message boards are right on that one. <laughs> yeah, th- this one is like someone dug into some source code, it looks like, and found found out some information, which just sounds like it's probably legitimate as well. Um, mm-hmm. I'm actually surprised we hadn't got a Red Dead Redemption remaster. Um, yeah. But then again, Rockstar doesn't really do a lot of remaster remakes. Like not as many as you think, all things considered. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they've got like a treasure trove of of Game games that they games. could I mean they they yeah. they could they could not make another game for the next decade and just do remasters and remakes and they'd be just fine. Like they've yeah. got so many good old games that they could keep pumping back out. I mean, um, even like the old GTA Vice <clears throat> City, like uh Vice City Wars, or like or like Bully. Can you imagine playing Bully on the Switch? Like bully. a brand new like remaster. I, can you play Bully on Switch? Man, you would think so, but I don't think so. I think it's just LA Noir. And yeah, you know, oh, yeah. Just LA Noir. LA Noir. Yep. and the GTA right. remasters, of course. And I have never played LA Noir. And surprisingly, as much as I love Red Dead Redemption 2, I absolutely adore that game. I have only played about an hour of Red Dead Redemption 1. So the news of this has me excited because I always wanted to go back and play it. But it was one of those things where I was like, you got to fire up, you know, an old console to play it. It's almost Mm. as if backwards compatibility matters, Brett. (laughs) No, I get it. I get it. I've never said that that it doesn't matter. But to me, it's like if it's the difference between something having a little bit more juice and backwards compatibility, I'm going to care more about the tech side of it. That's me personally. I know that it's people are split on that, but um, but what do you guys think about Red Dead Redemption coming to the Switch? Are you maybe interested in yeah, that? Yeah, potentially, <laughs> potentially, potentially yeah. coming to Switch. Like, it kind of My... makes me sad because that means this is just more of an up-res job and not like yeah. they're not because they remade the whole map in Red Dead 2. So everyone assumed that we were gonna get like a full makeover treatment. But with it coming to Switch, possibly that makes me think. Yeah. This is just an upres job, which is essentially already on the Series X through the 360 version, which plays I, I, 4K. But but now you can pay more for it. Exactly. Now you can pay more for it. <laughs> Buy it a third I, time. I, you won't. 
<laughs> you won't. I will. I'm kind of mad I guess... that I bought it now because now I'm definitely gonna play. I'm gonna wait for this remaster and play this version because it's gonna be hopefully better. But I don't <laughs> that's, know. That's that's what being an Xbox fan does to you. It clouds your judgment, Brett, and it makes you buy uh, things. Even have, how, do we let, how do we let this guy host? Shouldn't be buying. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. Boo this man. Didn't you buy it on <laughs> Xbox? It was like a sale or something. <laughs> it was. It was Red like twenty dollars. Uh, okay. Yeah. Anyways, so that's um interesting stuff. I uh, at first I was thinking it was going to be like a remake or something, kind of like Brett was, but then I was like, "There's no way that's going to come to Switch, unless just like good old Hogwarts Legacy, it's not going to be comes on the cloud version." (laughs) I do remember like one of the last things Reggie Fizeme talked about, I think, before he left was some was like how he really wanted uh, Red Dead Redemption Two on a Nintendo platform. Oh really? Did he say that? Cool. He said something. Maybe it was right after he left because I feel like he wouldn't mm-hmm. say that while he was there. It was like around that time. I think it's time we. I think we need to start petitioning to normalize Rockstar games on Nintendo consoles. It's time that we start getting this, like every as they come out, not just years later, mm-hmm. not just remasters. I want them day ones. Honestly, yeah. I'm Those surprised like... they never brought over GTA Five to Switch and just yeah. Have, yeah. had it like a crossplay. That would have brought like a whole new audience in. Yeah. Those are like the perfect handheld games too. It's like you can complete the story, or if you're on a flight somewhere, you can just like fuck off and blow up a bunch of shit. Pass the time, dude. For a minute there, I was I was nervous we weren't recording because I couldn't see the recording up in my top left, and I was like, dude, we've done all this for no reason. (laughs) Last time on Dragon Ball Z, Uh, that was the worst. Sorry, go ahead. I was just gonna say we basically left off it. We basically finished Red Dead. yeah, Yeah, I think we're done with that. Yeah, for sure. Zelda Oracle of Ages and Oracle of Seasons are now available for Switch Online members. I believe now, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. They were announced and released last yeah. uh, what, Thursday night, maybe. Yeah. So it was basically like a shadow drop. I mean, I, th- I think people kind of assumed That's... at some point they would see them. but Well, I think they'd already announced that they were coming. Oh, did they? Okay. And okay. when it comes to Nintendo Switch Online games specifically, Nintendo's MO is usually, if it's like... If it's a Nintendo 64 game, for some reason, they'll announce it like a week in advance. And like everything else these days, it's just like, it's Thursday night and like, here's Harvest Moon, play it. (laughs) (laughs) There's like, you have no idea what's coming. Yeah. So this time we got the two Oracle games, which is pretty awesome. I kind of like that. It's kind of cool because it, it gives you something to look forward to. Where it's like you, 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 you know, it's Thursday, or you, you said it's, it happens on Thursdays, right? Well, I that's what I keep saying, but I that's just what I think it was. I can double check. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, but that's uh, something they treated like Earthbound, like how they like Make did it like a big event. A, yeah. Uh, well, I thought Earthbound wasn't it like kind of like a casual like mention, oh, it, but they it was sorry. On... It was Wednesday night. Wednesday night came out. I'm sorry, Greg. Repeat that. <laughs> no, I thought Earthbound was. They mentioned it, and they gave us some lead time as to when it was coming. I think so. I, yeah, because they released that and Mother One, in Earthbound Beginnings. Oh, like yeah, they yeah, announced yeah, yeah. it together. It was probably, well, it was almost. It was like definitely one of the Nintendo directs, because yeah. the 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 creator of the series, I think he like tweeted about it in advance or something, and he was like doing all <laughs> these tweets that were like very clearly related to it in advance, <laughs> and everyone was freaking out and like really the only question was will Mother Three come with it? And the answer, yeah. of course, was no. You can all drop dead. Yeah, <laughs> came with a big fuck you to it. 
Yeah. Just like, at least tee it up a little bit. Jeez. I like, I honestly, like, at this point, like, I don't, like, you'd think, mathematically speaking, if there's, like, the rest of eternity for something to happen, then at some point, maybe we'd get Mother 3. <laughs> but setting the math aside, I'm not sure. I'll mark it but... on my calendar. <laughs> Before heat death. Mother <laughs> yeah. 3. <laughs> but... Um. Back to Zelda. I um, <laughs> What's I've that? actually I've never played more than like the first hour of these games, so I think I, so I was going to ask if any through. of you guys have played it. Anyone else? Yeah. Play them? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I, I played them both. Um, uh, when they originally came out, I I played oh, wow. ages first, and I could not believe this happened. I couldn't believe that Nintendo would program something like this, but I I basically got a like a, a soft lock that like I had to start the entire game over. I oh I, I got a certain item that allowed me to get to a certain place, but I didn't have another item that you needed to leave. Mm. And I guess somehow just Nintendo never factored that anyone would go to that place at that time. And I oh my did. God. So like is... I, I spent hours and hours <laughs> trying to find some way out because I was like, Nintendo wouldn't do this. There has to be a way out of here. <laughs> they... And I was like, I went I to the so internet. Betrayed. I went to the internet. I was like, probably asking them, like, the, it must have been message boards back then. Like, like, how do you get out of here? And they kept saying these things. I was like, dude, I don't have that. Like, and this then, is the uh, thing I can do. Like, and then you found out that it was Capcom. And that's why it's the problem. <laughs> God, that probably that, is the reason. But yeah. that, that's always like my biggest fear playing a game is that I have somehow experienced a game breaking bug and yeah. like, like it, I think I told you guys a story. I won't tell the whole thing again, but it happened to me with like Far Cry 4 where every time I kept respawning, my previous save, which was the only oh, yeah, save I had. stuck in the house, right? Yeah, I would, as soon as I would leave leave the house, there would be a bomb that would go off and I lost <laughs> That's hours. the funniest thing. Yeah, and, and, and I was, you know, now I as a more experienced gamer, I know with games like that to have several saves lined up just in case you can go back to a previous, previous one. But I'm always terrified of like something game breaking like that. Mm. Yeah. So what I ended up doing was I think I'd bought both games at once. Or if I didn't, you know, I at least had enough money saved to buy both at once. Or I mean, consecutively rather. Um, so what I did was I just switched to seasons because I was like, man, I'm not going to replay everything I just did right now. So I switched to seasons. I played that the whole way through and it was really fun. And then I went back to ages and played it again and did the whole shebang. So. That was kind of kind of a convenient game to get completely locked out of and have to start over, seeing how I had a com almost identical second game to play first. That's a rare <laughs> thing in life. Like, you yeah, skip so tie lines, but then wound up in the same, the right one. <laughs> uh, ooh, multiverse. Oh. Hey, so my question is i don't know a whole lot about either of these games like what is the difference between the two is it is it oh. kind of like a pokemon sword and shield no pokemon no Scarlet? they are they are top to bottom two completely oh, wow. okay. different zelda adventures that they released at the same time and it's amazing oh that's um, cool. i don't know i think i think people tend to prefer seasons i genuinely don't remember which one i liked anymore but i think people tend to like seasons mm. yeah. interesting yeah but no, cool. they're, they're both really high quality games, aside from the fact that one screwed me out of many hours of my life. <laughs> and you forgave it. So Eventually. it must have been it must have been good <laughs> enough that it screwed you and you still forgave it. Because 
And man, that's if, not an easy thing to get if, over. If you beat one, it gives you a password to put into the other one. And then if you start the game after putting in that password, then you get like the true final boss at the end. So you even get something extra for beating one oh, and then wow. playing the other. Yeah. That's kind of a cool way to link the two games together. No. Yeah. Link. Link cable reference. Pun not intended. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Anyone else uh, have anything on the Zelda Oracle of Ages and Zelda Oracle of Seasons? Uh, no, just that they look really pretty on the Switch OLED screen. These older games <laughs> on like GBA and Game Boy Color look great on that screen. Huh. Just well, that's cool. Fuck yeah. Huh. All right. Brett's the big dog with the the big shot with the OLED. The Switch. I can't OLED. believe no one else got it. All, all right? the all all us yeah. peasants just have the regular Switch. Well, over here with if... the Switch Two, and you guys are still rocking the Switch <laughs> One. <laughs> if Nintendo had promised like no new system for like at least three years, then I would have bought the OLED. But otherwise, nah, I can wait. Yeah. Here. Hey, wait. What won't it be like three years? <laughs> I don't know, maybe. <laughs> I think it, if it's coming the second half of 2024, Switch OLED came out in 2021, so... Oh, jeez. That's three years. Good God, that, that doesn't seem like it's been that long. Has it really been over two years since that? Or, well, I guess, 2021. Wow, I okay, so I guess it launched on <clears throat> September 13th, 2021? Oh, no, no, no. I'm wait. seeing October August, 8th. August, yeah, October 8th, October 8th. Yeah, 2021. Yeah. That does not seem like it's been two years since that's been out. Holy shit. Well, technically it about. hasn't. But yeah, just well, just almost, almost two years. Yeah, almost. Yeah, wow, that's, crazy. that's crazy. Yeah. Well, if it wasn't such a uh, crazy, insane year of like just game after game after game to play, I think I would actually try these out. But though I, I will at some point, but I'll probably go on the back burner until. Yeah, I, I would in. love to replay these, but yeah, yeah, there's a lot of things I want to play. Yeah. 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 All right. Next, this actually for for. It being impressive, it actually surprises me. And I've never understood why, but Metroid does not sell like the other Nintendo games do. Mm -hmm. And this is still an impressive feat for what it is, but Metroid Dread has just crossed over the 3 million units sold mark. Mm -hmm. And like I said, while that is very impressive and nothing to sneeze at, I still can't believe <laughs> that... like. That the Metroid Dread's only selling three million copies. That was such like I all I, when that game came out last year. It was, it was two years ago, right? It wasn't last year. Yeah, yeah twenty twenty one last year, I think. No, it was, yeah, it was twenty twenty two. No, we're uh, we're being dumb. It came out the same day as the Switch OLED. Yeah, okay, <laughs> exact yeah, same day. October eighth, twenty twenty one. I forgot. That's what I played on. We're not all being dumb. I said 2021. You guys are being dumb. I, was. I thought it was 2022. Oh, oh, oh. No, but but you, you guys, do, do you guys agree with me? Like, why are there games like Pokemon that sell 50 million copies? And then this is like, I feel like all I heard about when this came out was Metroid Dread, how incredible it is. And I mean, these and sales we're just are just really celebrating. Good. From, yeah, like, just celebrating three million really copies good. though well we don't it actually is, know if but... it just passed three million it's just that the developer at mercury steam said like in an interview that it sold over three million so that yeah. happened at some point we're not sure if that was a recent phenomenon or what but yeah i just always assumed that these the metro games sold better than this but i mean if they did there'd be more of them 
It's, this is the, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's why there hasn't been a Metroid what an idea. <laughs> this is um, the best-selling Metroid now of all time. Yeah. That's that's ex- that's proven my point even more. Like this is the best-selling Metroid game of all time, and it's like well, a fraction of ask, other Nintendo games. You know, let me crazy ask, to look have, at. Met- sorry, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, how much does Dread, like, if you compared Dread to Metroid? one or super metroid how much has dread deviated from its original core design in those games not a ton to be honest yeah like this yeah the same skeleton's always been there they just sort of evolved the mechanics well yeah dread dread kind of what came back to the basics a little bit right after like the prime games well i mean it's the 2d one so right it came back to like the 2d formula yeah but i mean there was like two games after the prime games (laughs) yeah there was oh was there there? okay there was, well, there, yeah, um, that's true. There was a, the Wii uh, game and the 3DS game. Other M and them. Samus Return. Oh, M, and yeah. a Metroid uh, Federation Force. I forgot about that. That does not count, Brad. <laughs> it you <doesn't>. know that. <laughs> <laughs> it apparently sold like 150,000 copies. <laughs> it yeah, just right. blows my mind. Yeah, I was just going to make the point that like, I don't know, maybe Metroidvanias aren't for everybody. And I think that's like yeah. the crux yeah, of it. Yeah, like it kind of comes down to that. Like, I mean, like anyone can like on a theoretical level understand what Mario is. And like, I mean, Zelda's always been considered more hardcore, but it is like the hardcore game. Like, I mean, people that know games know Zelda. And then there's like Metroid as like, well, like Metroid basically created, it did more or less create a genre. Right, and, like uh, a whole genre is named after it, pretty much. Yeah, you know? half of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Uh, like, I don't know. Like, I guess it's just kind of like if you like that genre, then you'll play it, and if not, you won't. Just, it which seemed, I agree is still to, kind to of the, odd. Yeah, to that point yeah. as well. Like the other half of that genre is Castlevania, and I know those games sell way more than three million units. You know, you know um, what's crazy, you guys? Maybe no. I'm way off on what? that. I don't know what. What is I'm, crazy? I'm looking at sales and I see, and I was thinking like, we're like some other popular Metroidvania games. So I typed in Hollow Knight, sold around 3 million. So it's like, okay, maybe this this audience maxes out around 3 million. Cause mm. I looked up uh, Ori, it's sold a, a little over 2 million. And then I look up Dead Cells, which has sold over 10 million units, apparently. Perfect example. What? Yeah. I, I don't even really, like, I feel like Hollow yeah, Dead Cells audience was released... so much louder than this game's audience. Like, I never hear people talk about this game. Dead Cells released everywhere, though. Plus, Still. it's not, that's not even really a Metroidvania, right? That's like a roguelite. Yeah, I think it's like a mixture. Yeah, a roguelite yeah, like, Metroidvania it's... game. That's what it says in the description. Yeah, even then, I don't know. I'd, I'd be hesitant to actually call that a Metroidvania, and I say that despite not having ever played a single second of it. But... <laughs> But the game 10 million that, though, that's insane. Yeah, well, that game is unique in that like if they treat it like a um kind of like a live like a service, service game. game. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like they're constantly just releasing new expansions. Like Hollow they know... Knight, basically. Well, how, how they supported it for so long and they kept adding uh, okay. expansions and expansions. Did they? Or no, With not Hollow not Hollow Knight. Knight. I'm I'm thinking uh, <laughs> Shovel Knight, my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the funny thing about that was they made all that just because it was all Kickstarter promises. Like yeah. they gave mm-hmm. away a ton of stuff for free. It was just kind of nuts. But uh yeah, but yeah, Dead Cells, like they just keep selling new expansions to a hardcore audience that they know will keep buying it. Like they're extremely tuned into their specific niche audience. 
But yeah, you're right. I'm surprised it sold so many millions. But yeah, because yeah. well, when you look at the release timeline, they have it on the Wiki- Wikipedia for it. 2017 early access, 2018 it releases, 2019 Rise of the Giant, 2020 The Bad Seed, 2021 Fatal Falls, 2022 The Queen and the Sea. Wow. So it's 2023 like Return to Castlevania. <laughs> yeah. So wait, Brett, I don't know where you saw that 10 million number, but maybe that factors in all the expansion sales as well. Maybe. Or like That'd maybe like guess. maybe every time an expansion comes out, it it's like the it like when you buy it, it comes with the base game. Mm, true maybe Could be, maybe know. and i've seen it on sale for cheap yeah 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 that that is a fair point yeah like nobody's paying 60 bucks for it like they are for metroid dread yeah are there any other Good. compared uh compared uh metroidvanias on there that you saw well uh, I, I was just gonna bring this up this is i i was curious because we talked about metroidvania genre and i brought up castlevania dude castlevania does not sell well at all. Yeah, I their, was gonna their say their best selling <laughs> game was Symphony of the Night, which is obviously like their biggest one. Less than 1.3 million units lifetime. That is <laughs> mind blowing because that's hailed as like one of the great games of all time. Yeah, like that's like the same 1, amount. 1.3 million units. Sold. Like, what in the so, hell is going on? I'm I'm trying to look up now. Maybe they just never released their sales numbers for the Lords of... All right, Lords of Shadow. Well, it looks like Lords of Shadow sold a couple million, actually. I'm surprised they didn't make a third one. Oh, Lords of Shadow is 1.77 million. Yeah, you're Allegedly, right. yeah. Like, Allegedly, I mean, like, yeah. Yeah, like when we're using Google as our on-the-spot source, we have to put a lot of like asterisks <laughs> so, on these things because who knows where they pulled these numbers yeah, from. This, Could this be VG charts for all we know. Yeah, this is per the thegamer.com, which I... And yeah, they have no the game, citations they're on they're these probably get, Yeah, they're probably getting their, their, their Great sources job, the, the same place we are at Google. Yeah. No citations <laughs> um, at all. But, but like, for example, like Castlevania Judgment sold 160,000 units. Like, man, I, I would think Castlevania is like so much more of a household name that you would just have to drop a well, game and you easily sell Castlevania Judgment was a fighting game on the Wii. Yeah. So uh, okay, I don't I have no idea what that game. Is. I know it's <laughs> just... okay. You're doing the best you can. But... <laughs> um, yeah. I'm now. I'm curious to see how like the Game Boy Advance uh, Castlevania sold. Like it's all right. So closer to a million on Circle of the Moon, allegedly. Moon, yeah, with the yeah, gamers made up bullshit numbers. Oh, so you're on, you're on the same article as I am then. I am now. Saying. Yeah. Okay. But, okay. <laughs> like. I bet, like, they, I don't know, they got some dude who, like, speaks English as a third language, and they, like, pick some numbers out of a hat, and that's how they arrived at these sales figures. Yeah, but, that's uh, true. <laughs> but, yeah. Bloodstained apparently sold over a million. Yeah. That, I feel like that was well, all backers, it's just, probably. It, it just always, it, it just always Great blows my out. mind that, you know, a, a, a game like Pokemon, like, in its franchise is like close to like 500 million units sold like again allegedly but like you know what i mean like i i just i it's surprising to me i don't need to keep going on this but it's surprising to me that um that the uh metroid dread has only sold three million units so anyways I feel like but that's good a, for I mean, it like three million i feel like that's that's very respectable like no it is for sure for a Metroid but, game, but, a 2D side scroller. For being a Nintendo yeah. first party game, that's my point. Is like it's this is a, like a 
most of their first party stuff sells gangbusters just because it is a nintendo game especially nintendo everybody's one to switch support it right <laughs> shit I, I wouldn't doubt if that sold more has it? <laughs> no, i don't think <laughs> like, so. i almost bought two copies <laughs> almost two so i guess we'll see uh in the long run what sells more metroid dread or pikmin 4 <laughs> yeah one one there's two a race one two switch in 2021 had sold 3.63 million Jeez. copies <laughs> there's no way the sequel does though there's no way no yeah, people know not. better because the, the very beginning of the switch life it was dry it was very dry yeah that's true that people were just excited to play anything at it that was time. breath that's of the wild game. and snipper clips which <laughs> literally I never played. yeah yeah, yeah. snipper clips that that's snake the game, game. I was trying to think snake of. pass or whatever it's called oh yeah that's and snake cool. pass was on everything too yeah it ended up being on everything. I don't know if it started only on Switch. So, yeah. anyways, but uh, good for them. That's that's cool. They surpassed like their their that's their best selling Metroid of all time. And uh, I, I obviously they're gonna. I, I would guess they do a Metroid Dread too. But unfortunately, Mercury Steam is purchased by Oculus or something by Facebook or they're doing VR Wait, games that? now. I think. Repeat that. Um, uh, Mercury Steam aren't they gone now off the market? No. Well, I mean that they, they weren't I know for sure they weren't bought by well, I don't know. I thought the, uh, I thought look they transitioned to doing VR games or something. Maybe I'm getting them mixed up. I with mean, something. they might have a VR game in development. Well, either way, I hope they're making the next Metroid game because Dread yeah. is they're, amazing. Oh, that's right. All right. They're working on something called Project Iron. Hmm. Interesting. So Dread 2. <laughs> i don't think it'd be All dread right. 2 i think it'd be like metroid no, I, know, I know i'm just, I'm just... samus's last kiss i don't know <laughs> <laughs> samus goes full nude yeah right. that's what anyways next Whoa. on the docket we Zero have suit uh, samus that's we, basically th- this the same thing sorry this isn't much of news the next uh topic but uh, uh super mario brothers wonder has been raided by the esrb I mean, this isn't like any kind of a shocker considering it's coming out in October. So we've got like a couple months yeah. away. You'll um, never believe it. It was rated E. Right. Yeah, I would, for I would never have guessed that. <laughs> Who, what, what, how crazy would that be if it came out and it was like an M rated? <laughs> just like out of nowhere. <laughs> when you turn into the yeah. elephant, you can literally just decapitate things. Yeah. <laughs> knock, just obliterate stuff. Knock people's heads off with his trunk. Stamp people right. to death. <laughs> I mean, do we ever, like, honestly, 200 years from now, will we see, like, M-rated Mario games, you think? I think no. we'll be dead. <laughs> well, not us, not us, but, like, hum- humanity. Nah. I think they'll also be dead. I think, probably. 200, I think 200 years from now, you can be Mario if you want. So it probably would be M-rated, because I can imagine the things people would do if they were Mario. They just Princess get rid of ratings, because it's like, there's no point in rating this. People can do anything they want here. Mom, I'm done fucking Mario. I want to play something else. Jesus Christ. Don't ever, dude, come on. <laughs> It's a me and Mario. Where the fuck is a Luigi? <laughs> He's Mom, a pizza. I'm, I'm done fucking Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it like a baby? Like, come on. Yeah. That's baby. In 200 years, the humanities all sound will... like babies. Yeah, babies' intellect has like evolved so much that they can play video games to that degree. I, I mean, you see kids web... on tablets today, like two years old, doing fucking basic programming and shit 
They're looking like happen. freaking Iron Man with the holograms. They're like, yeah. I still remember my son. I didn't even know. I don't, it was on uh, PS4, and he was playing Fortnite. And my dad called me. He's like, "Hey, I was watching Aiden play his game." And I was like, "What do you mean?" And Aiden was like six at this time. I was like, well, "What are you talking about?" Or so I think he was like seven. I don't know. And I was like, "What do you mean you saw him playing his game?" He's like, "Yeah, it was on YouTube. I saw it was." It said he was online playing and I clicked on it and I watched it and listened to him talk to his friends. And I was like, how the hell did he know to, to like broadcast his game and go on and sit and play with his friends? Like to your point, yeah, you, you are right. Like kids are able to figure shit out like way quicker than, than we give them credit for. So pretty amazing. Hmm. Um, but uh, wonder coming out in October. I still, I, I, I forget that it's, it's that soon. And what a month for it to come out too. Like October is just going to be an absolute just shit storm. Oh, it's going to be a comfy ass game to play though. Dude, let me tell you. Oh yeah, no, it's going to be hmm. great. But like, it, look at look at all the games coming out in October, and and there's probably ones I'm forgetting. But Assassin's Creed Mirage, Alan Wake Two, Spider Man Two, Mario Brothers Wonder, and like I said, there's one or two that I'm sure I'm forgetting off the list. Like that month is just going to be like insanity, honestly. <laughs> There's I'm no way sure. I'm sure Hogwarts Legacy Switch version will be out by oh, then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, the cloud version, the the Switch's cloud version will be out. Just October. call it the clown <laughs> version from now on because oh. if you think it's coming, it's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, I know we're all excited to play that. So, uh, we only have one thing left on the docket, and then we'll just talk a little bit about what we're playing before we wrap things up. Um, I didn't see too much on this, but apparently Capcom has announced that they have plans to release a game by end of March 2024, which will sell millions. Now, to me, that seems kind of silly to say because I think most of their games do. But Brett, you had um, a theory on what you think that means. What what game do you well, think they're talking about? It's not really me. It's just what I see people commenting. Um, a lot of people assume it's it's uh, Monster Hunter World 2 or like whatever the successor is to Monster Hunter World, whatever it'll be called. Um, sure. And that is Capcom's highest selling game of all time. Oh, easily. Yeah, so. it's crazy. Beautiful game, too. If it boring as hell. is that beautiful, but boring as hell. Yeah, <laughs> I could not get into it. Get, get the heck out of here. <laughs> but so... Um, yeah, it's probably Monster Hunter World, and Capcom just continues to dominate and just sell really great. And yeah, they're on they're on top of the world right now. Capcom's Dude, been they are. It. They've totally hit like their stride. It, it, what's what's cool is there was a minute there where it almost seemed like Capcom could be on the brink of like being in some trouble. Like they they didn't yeah. have anything great that was coming out. And then all of a sudden, they just went on a hot streak like Resident Evil 7, Resident Evil 2 Remake, uh, Resident Evil 8, 3 Remake, Monster Hunter World. Like, they just put Street out Fighter so much. Six just came Street out. Fighter 6 yeah. and Street Fighter 5 in that time as well, right? And I think that was in the yeah. middle of all those. I was watching a video on, uh, what's that guy? Uh, he has a channel called What What Happened? And it was like, talks about like what happened to like previous games that like didn't do so well. And one of them was, uh, I think, Marvel versus Capcom Infinite. And one of the developers from Capcom said, basically, between Marvel versus Capcom 3 and Infinite, the budget that they had for Infinite was like the same budget they would have for DLC characters for 3. 
And oh, like, wow. if that doesn't speak to how fucking bad Capcom was doing at the time. No, they like, were struggling. Good Lord. Like it, it was almost a for sure thing that they were going to get acquired. And, and I'm sure they got yeah. really close to that. But now I, they, they're like soaring high. Like they are on everything they put out is eight or a nine or a 10, like just bangers after bangers. So, I mean, I'm not into the Monster Hunter games or the Street Fighter games, but I know they definitely have massive audiences. So whatever this is, is sure to be something special. What, what do you guys think? I know I threw it to Brett. What do you, Greg, John, what do you guys think about this game coming out? I keep demanding that it be that new Mega Man game that we've never heard about. Oh, and that yes. hasn't ever been officially announced either. Oh, <laughs> and yes, might be vaporware, right. but I demand it be that. <laughs> right. It's not. Okay. It's definitely not Mega Man <laughs> match, but I'm insisting that it is and it has to be. So there. I could see it being another Mega Man game, but but mm. kind of like with Metroid, surprisingly, those games don't sell that well either. I mean, well, like, I mean, you got to put these things like in context, like they sell well For enough. Sure. They just don't sell yeah, insane they, copies. But, but, yeah, right, right. I guess I'm, I'm trying to like compare it to two unfair things. I can't compare Mega Man sales to a Monster Hunter sales. But like in comparison to some of their other IPs, they don't yeah. sell nearly nearly but as much. But. The uh, the Mega Man Battle Network collection that they put out a little while back, like that's probably that's like within like a stone's throw of like that's going to be the highest selling Mega Man thing ever. And before that, it was the most recent Mega Man Eleven, and it took years for it to get where it got. But Battle Network was just like really popular in Game Boy Advance, so it's just jumping right back up again. So uh i'd say we might have better odds of like a new Mega Man battle network than some other franchises of Mega Man. <laughs> yeah i just hope yeah. they don't I, they would stop doing this whole like monster hunter world and then having rise and have these like pretty similar experiences be separated by i mean i get it there's always been some sort of like nintendo console variation of it and then it came to pc anyways but i would much rather have like the monster hunter like world experience on switch or you know some something like that even if it's like day one across all platforms pc switch whatever then i I feel like that's much more you know inviting to people than to buy different monster hunter games on different platforms and not be able to play with each other yeah i always um i i I think part of the reason like i i tried to play monster hunter world that had a demo I, honestly to, to be honest i think i just need, need to go back and give it a fair chance because yeah, i only don't played play it for demo. like 45 it's not minutes a Brett Larson game. it's not a i Brett don't Larson think it game. would be either but i but it's definitely i could get more into it than i than i was that i only played it for like an hour or so when i was like bored to tears i was like i can't mm-hmm. imagine ever really truly getting into this but obviously <laughs> I, it has a massive audience so i yeah. i i played the like a like a press preview like digitally of uh monster hunter rise on the switch and i hated it i hated those controls i didn't ever want to touch that again i mean i think all the games have controls like that i just hated it (laughs) so it it does it does take getting used whatsoever to me but i think after the first couple of hunts you start to get some muscle memory built up on like what to do and i think it's it's definitely a game that it's somewhat of an acquired taste, but it's also, you yeah. have to get beyond a demo or a small set. It's not a game that you can be like, Oh yeah, I understand everything now. It's like, no, every beast is different. Sometimes they're fighting with something else. Sometimes you need different equipment. Sometimes you need different 
you know, weapon types. Sometimes you need to upgrade armor or go back and do the other like casual mission missions for people or whatever. That sounds it's like terrible, Greg. That's that's how JRPGs sound to me. <laughs> the way Monster Hunter sounds to you is how JRPGs sound to me. I'm just like, fuck that. Text, yeah. text after read? Monster Hunter this is, is bullshit. It's like it's like in the same realm as a JRPG, I would say. Yeah. Mm. Mm, I'd say it's more action RPG than JRPG. Yeah, but oh, yeah, uh, it's there are a lot of JRPGs that are action games, so that's what I'm saying. I, th- I think Rise I mean, was more of like on the JRPG side of things than than the other Monster Hunter games too, wasn't it? From what I heard, or am I wrong? On I, I think I don't know. I haven't played that many of them. I've only played Rise and World. Yeah, Rise <laughs> is more action. I beat Rise's like main story thing thing, but a lot of people say that's where the game truly begins and i was like noped out of that and i was You're like no nah, that's that's where i that's where i truly start stop then yeah all right well there was we're, credits we're, so but. we're running out of time so i want to leave a little bit of time left so you guys can just kind of talk about what you're playing really quickly so we'll go around uh each person and just take a minute or two i after last week i mentioned i had beat like three games in a week <laughs> or even four games shoot i beat um Final Fantasy 16, and then I beat Oxen Free 2, and then I beat Planet of Lana, and loved all three of those. And then I went back to Dead Island 2 because I started Dead Island 2, and then uh, Jedi Survivor came out, and I put that on the back burner ever since Jedi Survivor. And I kept it was that game that I kept saying, I'm going to go back to, I'm going to go back to, I'm going to go back to. And I went back to it, and it's been rough getting back into it to mm. see the least. Like when I played it the first time, I think I even gave it like pretty fairly high remarks like i was I, I was talking about like it's a pretty fun game and it still has its moments but overall it is it can be pretty frustrating at times i was telling brett last night like there will be moments where you're really feeling it the characters are interesting the story is going a pretty f- cool direction like the environments are cool and then you'll have this absolutely unfair fight against like 50 zombies and two giant zombies and like hmm. i don't know the the difficulty spikes the ebbs and flow and difficulty in that are so absurd that it it is like a, a pretty big turnoff like you you get to moments where it's so hard that i don't even want to keep playing it but then i'm like i'm i've played so much of it and i'm so close to the end of it i can't just stop now so i've got to keep playing but anyway so that's what i'm doing now i'm, I'm trying to knock out dead island 2 before um shoot what's the next there's a game coming out in september what is it or this month or something else coming out soon starfield comes there's out the Baldur's last Gate day of three. this month starfield yeah. starfield's in uh, the mm-hmm. last day of this month yeah so i'm gonna knock that out so anyways that's what i got going on we only have about five minutes so brett what are you playing right now i beat hulk ultimate destruction i think i talked about the last episode so i won't waste a lot of time on that um some other topics i wanted to actually yeah hulk ultimate destruction was awesome i wish they still made games like this it was a bit repetitive, but like it was just, I actually felt like Hulk, unlike Hulk in the, the, the latest Avengers game where you were just completely, it was just stupid because you had to stay with a group of people. So you couldn't like do Hulk jumps. You couldn't break down buildings or anything because it's a level and you can't do anything that like Hulk would do basically. So you didn't feel powerful at all in that game. But in this game, buildings are falling. You're freaking destroying everything. You can throw cars at people. You can turn cars into freaking a boxing you gloves, on your basically. Hands. Yeah, <laughs> you can grab a bus and flatten it and use it as a skateboard <laughs> and, and uh, ride down the street. Awesome. <laughs> so yeah, it it was freaking awesome. 
I did want to shout out um, Twisted Metal, the TV show, has been really good so far. Like, I did oh, not expect yeah. this. I think everyone here is going to like this show if you actually watched it. I watched the first episode two nights ago, and and yeah, I, w- I liked it more than I thought I was going to so far. And it gets so. better and better. Like, actual emotional moments, character, like, uh, growing moments. Just it, And it's somewhat funny. I don't jive completely with the comedy, but I feel like it's just funny enough to be like, <laughs> that's that was good. Yeah. But the actual story is actually pretty good. Like the whole premise. Cool. And I'm surprised that they turned a, a, a game series like this that hasn't been around forever into an right. interesting story. Like yeah. it actually makes me want to play the game, which I'm surprised yeah. like Sony didn't have one mm-hmm. locked and loaded for this because yep. I think it would have got like people excited, but I'm not sure how the show's doing. I don't really see that many people talking about it, to be honest. If they should have put it on like, yeah. Netflix instead yeah, of Peacock. the curse of Peacock, yeah, <laughs> right on there. Peacock, no one's yeah. gonna talk curse about it. Curse of the Peacock, yeah, yeah, because like The Office has like its extended episodes on Peacock, and no one talks about those, and they're like freaking amazing. Um, yeah. and then aside from that, play a little bit of Final Fantasy 16. I, I think it's pretty good so far. The story's interesting. I'm not far at all though, so I don't really want to talk that much on it. Um, and then I had to shout out Roblox because oh, there's geez. this. I didn't know I thought this that was, was a joke when I saw that on the docket. <laughs> I didn't know this was possible, but there's a game called Frontline in Roblox that's literally a full blown realistic graphics first person shooter that's basically Call of Duty, and it just blew me away. So I just wanted to shout it out. Go go check out Search Frontline in the Roblox like search thing, and you'll see it. And then it's just like once you open that game, it doesn't look anything like like that you yeah. see in the menu or that you like typically see online it just looks like a totally different thing all right sorry it, it literally so much time. it literally does look like call of duty all right john what are you playing stuff i know final fantasy 16 and i just finished it last night further? oh you did you wow. never told yeah. me what? what happened last night yeah. at like 2 30 a.m <laughs> i i wanted you to wake up early now. man Adam you had to go to the sleep. k-pop yeah <laughs> yeah i uh I thought the whole ending was extremely boring and incredibly disappointing. (laughs) And I was like scrolling on Twitter instead of watching it because it was so fucking bad. Oh my God. I couldn't believe how. (laughs) That gets me real excited to play. Yeah. I couldn't believe how far like Final Fantasy's fallen that like I was giving this game the benefit of the doubt. And like it ended on such a bad note that like now I wonder if I actually thought Final Fantasy 15 was more disappointing than this game. That's where I'm at. Oh my (laughs) God. I thought you were pretty positive on it until now. Just, I think oh, he man. was until that last. I know it the just, last like, like the last like ten percent of the game like, it kind of goes into the weeds. Yeah, like I couldn't believe like this boss. The final boss is just rambling and all those stupidest, most nonsensical dialogue of like. I am the ruler of this world, blah, blah, blah. And then the other guy is like, I have bonds and friendship on my side. And I will defeat you. And, um, you know, then Isn't he that how you over. normally talk. Yeah, pretty much. But, uh, yeah. And then like, you know, and then it just does its thing and then it ends. And some of it's maybe supposed to be sad, but I didn't care. I literally wasn't looking. <laughs> So. I wasn't even looking. Like, that's the old Brett Medlock card. Brett, Brett Larson had tears everything. like going down his cheeks, and John's just looking yeah. at his phone. I can't <laughs> believe they changed Twitter to X. Yeah. <laughs> that's all you were thinking about in the final like, moments well, of Final Fantasy. David and, yeah. and Lucy broke up. That's wild. <laughs> Yeah, right, well, and keep we'll, in we'll... mind that you know Final Fantasy VI is one of my favorite games in the universe. I love that story to death. Story in Final Fantasy is extremely important to me, and this is where I'm at. 
I thought the story up to that point was much better than like the final part of the game, but we I can't really get into it right yeah, now because fine. we're running out of time. Yeah. Greg, we've got a minute and a half. What have you been up to? Uh, playing the usual, looking forward to vacation and catching up on some of this backlog. I think I'm going to knock more than a couple games out, hopefully, uh, with some downtime. But I did want to just say one thing. Man, Rocket League, I love playing you. I love somewhat of the community. Like I've been found some like really great players to play with, but Jesus fuck. Like, can we just <laughs> stop with the toxicity? Like we have players yeah, quitting after the first, like wanting to quit after the first goal, like either, either Sionix needs to fix something or the rocket league community needs to fix itself. Cause I'm tired of that shit trying yeah. to advance here guys. I hear it's pretty bad. It's, it's one of the worst communities as far as like just toxic ass people. But um, yeah, we are, that's pretty much it. This has been Spot Dodge. I appreciate you guys wa- listening and uh, please leave us a, a you know like and, and leave a review. Even if you tell us we suck, just leave a review, okay? No, don't say yeah. that. Well, ho- ho- hopefully you don't think we suck. No, but, um... Still leave five stars, but you can, you can <laughs> yeah, tell yeah, us. Yeah, 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 of yeah. course. Give us five stars, but you can tell us we suck too. But anyways, uh, I is hopefully I didn't suck too bad as this, the host tonight. If I did, too bad. See you guys. Bye. Woo. Bye. Yay. Bye. We're about to cut off in like five seconds. That was perfect. Boner. 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 I saw your owner, Steve. short notice i'll be right back so well you can start if you want well i won't start yet till you're back but yeah i had no idea i got had 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 hosting duties to like 30 minutes ago like an hour ago so i'm gonna stumble and bumble my way through this i didn't get no nap so i tired oh man i'm sorry you don't want to take you can take the nap out of a man but you can't take the man out of a nap Wait, that's uh, fucking sound. That was out. terrible, wasn't it? Right on the <laughs> intro, do you say uh, we're live and we're back with Spot Dodge, a Nintendo podcast? Or I feel like you say something else there. Or we discuss Nintendo news and the thing, the games that we are playing, basically. You're on mute, too, by the way. <laughs> I say, yeah. And we are back with spot dodge a nintendo podcast where every single week we react to the latest nintendo news and talk about the games we are playing with me here today is why do we hear like a weird echo check check huh where every single week we react to the latest nintendo news and discuss the games that we are playing yeah Yeah. essentially okay do you guys hear my son screaming in the background no, no I heard all. something faint. It sounded more like someone was dying, but yeah, uh, okay, heard, yeah. it was. But it was very faint. All right, are we going to like address like the um, changing up like the rebrand or like let people know that it's going to be like a little bit different formula going forward, or just just go into it next week head on? I mean, I wanted to bring it up <clears throat> today, but I'm still not confident that it'll actually happen this week, like the full rebrand, you know. All right, cool. Mm -hmm. All right, well, we can get going. All right, it's recording. And we are back with Spot Dodge. God damn it. (laughs) I almost said a live live Nintendo. I know, it's hard. Damn, I'm so used to that.
And we are back with Spot Dodge, a Nintendo podcast where we fuck each other in the mouth. <laughs> okay, okay. That's that's going at the end. Join the right okay. show then. Why do I why do I keep messing that up? No, no, I, prom- I promise I'm not gonna do this the whole time.